I've brought my cup of tea along with me for this episode because we're going to be spilling some tea. We're talking about something very juicy. How many times have I been fired? How many times have I lost a client and what to do about it? I'm excited about this one because I know it was one of my biggest fears when I first got started as a social media manager. Like, oh my gosh, I have to do the best job because if they fire me, that's literally the end of the world. What am I going to do? Loss of income, blah, blah, blah. All of those fears. And trust me when I say this, but losing a client isn't always the worst thing that can happen. Sometimes, in fact, it's the best thing that can happen. And it was actually meant to happen. It was meant to be. But in today's episode, I really want to share my experience, um, what it's been like going through this, and also give you some tips and tricks on how to react or what to do in these scenarios. And yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to break this down. We're going to get into the gossip, the juice, the tea. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. those who might be new around here, I have been a social media manager for around four years now, three years full time. And I run my own little agency. I have a couple of contractors working with me. And yes, I still actively work as a social media manager. I do get that question a lot because I am also doing coaching, obviously some of my courses. Also, PS, we have a very exciting webinar coming up very soon. But I have definitely been doing this for a wee while now. So I thought I'd be able to give some good insights into this because in my years of social media management, I haven't actually counted, but there's definitely been several, maybe even many occasions where I have lost clients. There's three kind of scenarios. You either get fired, something really dramatic happens and you get cut from your contract or something. You either get like let go because of maybe, you know, it's just not the right time, outside forces, or you can actually choose to leave a client, which I know I would be shocked past Alan if I went back and told her who was just, you know, just getting started on her journey and so desperate to book clients. If I told that Alan that she would in her future be dropping and turning people away, she'd be shook. Like she would not believe me because she was so desperate for clients back then. But we have moved on. We have evolved from that version of Alan. (laughs) Now, one of the funny things when it came to planning this episode was actually trying to cast back my memory to these specific clients and to these specific memories to try share them with you. Because in all honesty, it feels like the end of the world in that moment. And it feels like a really dramatic turning point in your business. If you ever get fired, if you ever lose a client or decide to end a contract yourself. But as time goes on, 
you only thank yourself for those situations. Like you're only thankful that that annoying toxic client left or that they ended their contract. In the height of the moment, in those height of emotions, you take it really personally. And it's difficult not to. If someone's like, hey, sorry, I don't want to work with you anymore. You're like, but why? I'm amazing. Or am I not amazing? Am I not good at my job? Am I not good enough to be doing this? You constantly sort of question yourself when this scenario pops up. Something I always like to tell my students is that everything happens for a reason. And if you lose one client, there is a whole host, a whole massive list of other businesses out there who could need your services. I honestly feel like because of the internet and all of the business opportunities that it's created, there is an endless supply of social media clients out there. So I can remember one particular client last year who ended up ending the contract with me. I think they were the ones to initiate the end. But it was someone who had me sweating and crying for months prior. They were a very difficult client. They made a lot of changes to their work. Like I'm talking about changing the color of a background on a graphic five times until they got the shade that they wanted. And it just all of the changes were drawn out for days. And I was really tired at that point. I was at a bit of a friction point where I needed to increase my prices because I was getting really burnt out. I was booked out, but I wasn't making the income that I wanted. So it was this real tricky, sticky point for myself. And I had thought about ending the contract, but I was too afraid to. And eventually this client decided to put things in her business on pause for a bit and take a couple of months break from social media. So she wasn't going to be needing my services. And we did end things on a good note. She gave me a lovely testimonial and I still follow her. And I think she has a really cool business. The funny thing was, is it was like, so much pressure, so much emotion in that moment and then ending the contract. But a few months later, I actually booked one of my biggest clients of the the year of my business in all of its existence. So I always say, like, if you lose a client, actually use it as an opportunity to find someone better. That is the best thing you can do in this scenario. Pick up your big girl pants and move on from the situation. Throw yourself a short pity party. I'll allow it because it does suck. It does hit the emotions. Like, don't think that just because I'm a more experienced social media manager that that doesn't hurt me, that I'm not faced by that. I am. We're all human and it hurts to be rejected, whether it's in a work dynamic, whether it's a relationship, it all hurts. The key thing is, is to like allow yourself to be sad, but don't wallow in self-pity. That person was not the right client for you, but there are other people out there. There are better people out there and you need to go and find them. It honestly happens like clockwork. Every time I lose a client or end a contract, someone else will come along to fill their spot. Someone better, someone who pays me more, someone who respects me more and is more in line with my business goals as well. And just recently, actually, I made the decision to end a contract with a client who had been a client of mine for like two years. And it was very difficult because I loved her. I loved her business. But it just the structure we were working under didn't work anymore. And I've been really busy with my courses, doing podcasts, things like this, which I love. And I want to make sure there's space to be able to do that in my business. So I'm keeping my client books to around um, four or five clients a month rather than up around seven, which they were previously. And whether you decide to end the contract or the client decides to, it still hurts. And the thing as a freelancer 
is we're, we're always craving that consistent income. And if we are picking up and dropping clients every other month, it doesn't give us that consistency and it can really create a huge amount of stress in your business. When we get stressed, we start to hate our business. We want to throw in the towel. We want to give up. We want to go home. We want to go back to our corporate jobs, right? So we don't want that. So one piece of advice that I have for you guys as new social media managers, or even if you are a few years down the track, is to always have some kind of wait list in the works. So if a client drops you unexpectedly or you thought you were they were going to roll over with their contract and then it turns out they weren't and suddenly you're like, oh, I have no client there for September. There's a gap in my schedule. What am I going to do? If you have a little list. It doesn't even have to be anything formal. It can be a random Google doc on your, your computer. It can be a random list doc on your phone. Just keep a little bit of a running tab of any inquiries that you get, any people who are interacting with you on social media that seem interested, any emails, any people that you meet in a networking event, keep that little list so that when those worst case scenarios happen and someone lets you go, you can come back to that list and you already have you know five or so people to contact straight away and see if they're interested still in your services. This is something that I also do for my courses. If you ever actually ask me a question about the Dishing Up Digital School on Instagram, you go into my lead tracker. I'll take a screenshot of your Instagram. I will pop it into my ClickUp board as a lead tracker and I'll log you as someone who is interested in my course. This means when I go to launch a new program or I have a new promotion, I can send those people who are already hot leads, who are already interested in my offer, I can follow up with a direct message. And again, this is a fantastic strategy to be using on Instagram with the ever-changing algorithm and making sure people see when you have opportunities available to work with you. And also it just makes it a lot less stressful uh, when you lose a client if you've got a little list of people to work with you. Um, I've started doing this this year and it was really handy um, earlier in the year where, when I was looking to increase my client load. Um, someone was had reached out a few months beforehand and I got to go back and be like, hey, I have some space available now if you'd like to work with me. And they said yes. So having a wait list is one really good approach. And then, of course, it's just about actively going out and emailing and pitching yourself which is a method that I preach a lot in all of my programs. I think it is so important to be proactive in terms of looking for clients. I probably sound like a broken record. I've said this in so many podcast episodes, but it's true. It's how it works. <laughs> One last thing I wanted to say when it comes to how to react in the situation of being fired or let go uh, as a social media manager is to always go with grace <laughs> and to never burn bridges. So I've had scenarios where a client has me pulling out my hair, like the worst client you can imagine. So toxic, no boundaries, doesn't pay me well, but I still feel like a sense of like I owe them and I can't leave them because I'd worked with them for a while. And, you know, I have had bad clients, guys, like the stories I tell my students, they get all of the inside information because obviously it's in private channels and not on a public podcast like this. <laughs> but in those situations, even if I absolutely really don't, I don't want to say hate, that's a bit of a strong word, but if I really, really don't like a client, I will still tell them it's been a wonderful experience working with you. I hope our paths will cross again in the future and I'll still ask for a testimonial as well. And I think this is something that I have learned from a very young age and probably in the way that I was raised and that you should be respectful to everyone and you never know 
when you might actually bump into that person again, what future jobs they will have, what future jobs you will have, and you could genuinely end up working together again. So you don't want to go out in a blaze of glory, right? (laughs) You don't want to mic drop and be like, peace out, bros. I hated working with you for the past six months. So glad to be leaving. Bye. You don't want to do that. You don't want to be that girl. So (laughs) it's really important to make sure that you are always being really respectful And that you are thanking this person for the opportunity that they gave you. So that's just one thing I really want you to remember when it comes to losing a client is don't get emotional about it when it comes to replying to them or interacting with them. Keep it really neutral, go with grace, and then you can have your temper tantrums and meltdowns with your friends or your partner. (laughs) That's definitely what I do. (laughs) Save that for your friends and those intimate social circles. Now, the last thing I wanted to touch on with this podcast episode is to tell you guys losing a client is actually not as bad as you think. In fact, it's totally normal. I want to reassure you guys that as a freelancer, we kind of have life cycles of clients and it's not actually super normal to work with a client for five years. I do have one client at the moment who I have worked with since the very early days of my business. Um, But that was since going full-time, the early days of going full-time in my business. All of those clients that I had in the early stages of side hustling no longer are my clients. And that's totally normal. You don't owe them anything. You don't have to stay as their social media manager and you don't have to keep your prices low to fit with their business. This is a really important thing. Like so often I see social media managers who are like, oh, but this was my first client. So I really don't want to leave them. Like they were being so good to me. They've given me so much. No, you don't owe them something. And if they're holding you back, it's actually better off leaving them and going out and finding a better client who can keep up with your prices and the level shifts in your own business. And it's very natural as you're growing, there's gonna be clients who can't grow with you. And I even find myself in that position now, like clients who were my favorite as of like a year ago are the ones that I'm now having to be like, look, I've loved working with you, but we need to end our end our contract simply because I've grown a lot in the past year. My business has grown a lot in the past year. My prices has grown and they're not growing with me. And that's not my fault. A lot of social media managers put that responsibility on themselves thinking, oh, but this business hasn't grown, like their profit hasn't grown and they can't afford my pay increase. So therefore that's my fault because I should be putting more effort into their social channels and they should be growing and have more followers so they can make more money and then they can pay me more and it's a vicious cycle and I'm getting out of breath just talking about it. (laughs) It is not your sole responsibility to make a client's business profitable, right? We're social media managers, we're not wizards (laughs) and we're also not the CEOs of the company. We don't have control over all of the decisions. There's only so much we can do with someone's social media pages, right? So take that pressure away, take that feeling like you owe your clients something away and realize that this sort of life cycle of clients is totally normal and clients are going to come and go as a freelancer. It's not that traditional, you know, corporate structure where you get a job and you stay with the company for four years like they did back in the day day (laughs) things have evolved and especially as a contractor your clients are going to be ever-changing I have easily worked with over a hundred different businesses in my time as a social media manager and 
not all of those people are going to keep coming back. They're going to come and go and that's totally normal. And this is the key thing. If you take away anything from today's episode, it's that losing clients is totally normal and you shouldn't be taking it out on yourself and you should just be using it as an opportunity to grow, evolve and find even better clients. If I had to put a number on it, I'm going to go with six. I'm going to say that in my time, I've had at least a minimum of six businesses choose to end a contract on me. Let's go eight, actually. The more I think about it, the more businesses pop in my head. So if you sat down to listen to this podcast episode because you wanted an answer to that main question, how many times I've been fired or lost a client, I would say it's around the seven or eight mark over the past four years. And I'm saying this once again to reassure you that that's okay. That's totally normal. I have lost clients and I'm still standing. I still live to tell the tale and you guys will too. On that note, I'm going to sign off and end today's podcast episode here. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Please do remember to review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Send me a screenshot. Tag me on Instagram if you have been listening. I always love seeing your guys' Instagram stories. It's always super fun. But thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.